Welcome to Essentials and Balance. Step away from the keyboard. Switch to another window. Whatever you do, don't answer that email. What email am I talking about? The one from a Nigerian prince who needs your help recovering $43 million? The one promising certain uh, physical enhancements or your money back? No, not either of those. I could be talking about that email you read. You know the one. The first email you see in the morning. The one that someone sent at 10 o'clock last night. The work email that asks a really moronic question that you have to treat with a certain amount of respect, even though it shouldn't be worth the half a calorie spent to press the delete key on it. The one that just makes you mad. Any of those. It's probably not a good idea to answer that email right away. Wait until you've cooled off a bit. But really, I'm talking about all emails. There are a million recommendations about how to handle your email as part of your overall time management. Most of them suggest that you schedule a certain time every day for answering emails, and you only read email during that time. There's a lot to be said for that. The chief positive is that if you respond to emails as they arrive in your inbox, it's a constant distraction. If you're trying to accomplish anything else that requires more than two minutes of focused thought, every one of those emails will cost you ten minutes in trying to remember what it was you were doing. That doesn't even count the time you might actually spend looking for information to answer the email. That answer is just about time management, however. I want to talk about quality. When I say, don't answer the email, I don't mean never. Well, not most of the time. If your personal and work environments have an expectation that certain communications are handled by email, you won't do yourself any favors by ignoring it. What you can do is take a few actions to use it better. First of all, let someone who actually knows the answer answer it. How many emails do you get where you're not the only person on the thread? If you see it first, you may feel compelled to answer it. Gotta be responsive. Gotta be a team player. It's like Jeopardy. Gotta be the first person to hit the buzzer and give the answer. Email is not a game show. If someone else is in a better position to provide a quality answer, let them do that. Don't cloud the issue or hijack the thread with your own uncertain, incomplete, non-factual, or inaccurate answer. Now, if the person who really ought to know the answer doesn't seem to be paying attention, and by that I mean hours go by, at the very least, not just minutes, you may want to step in if you feel some responsibility to the situation. Say you'll check in with the answer guide to try and get an answer. The same thing works in meetings, too. It can be tempting to go, oh, oh, I know that one, and jump in when you think you can answer a question. But remember who you brought to the meeting. What if you're the only person who got the email? Or what if you're the guy everyone turns to for the answer? You'll still want to give it some time. Think about your answer. Write a draft. Sit on it for a while. Then make sure you're really answering the question. Okay, it'll be annoying if you do that for an email consisting entirely of, hey, do you want to go grab lunch? But if the email really required any more thought than that, give it the time it deserves. Then there's the rule of three. You got an email. You answered it. You got an email back asking for clarification. You answered that one. Then you got, yes, you get the picture. Third time around, pick up the phone. Actually talk to a human being. It will go much faster, and you might even make a new friend. If you've even gone through two exchanges and you're still not quite clicking, it's only going to get worse. Email can be great for an exchange of information, but it's lousy for persuasion or collaboration. When you're actually speaking with someone, the tendency is to find ways to agree. When you're typing an email, that tendency isn't there. So if you aren't on the same page, you're not going to get there through email. Last tip. So you logged in at 11 o'clock at night for some reason. You saw an email. It would take five seconds to respond to it. Do you do it? It's so tempting. A task taken care of, an email read, responded to, and deleted. No more brain cells occupied by that email. And you, earning imaginary brownie points for giving someone a response at 11 o'clock at night. Think about how quickly any email really needs an answer, though. Could you respond to that email at 9 the next morning, still getting someone the answer when they need it? Okay, not always, but 
I bet you usually could, earning just as many brownie points as your 11 o'clock answer would. The problem is that you don't want to set an expectation that you'll respond to emails, or texts, or voicemails, or tweets, or anything like that at absolutely any time of day or night, within two minutes of the communication being sent out. Once you set that expectation, it's really hard to get out of it. On the other hand, think of those IT guys you know who never respond to emails. It's frustrating, it's passive-aggressive, but they've got you trained, haven't they? If you don't really need to, you don't try to contact them. You have to really want their help. See how that works? Now, you probably want to be seen as a little more helpful and eager to please than that, but it still doesn't mean you have to respond to every email in real time. Just think about that before you answer that next email. This has been Essentials in Balance. This podcast was produced by John Cackley.